I thought it would be super fun to reach back into the past, back to 2011 and subsequent years, and share some of my old blog posts with you, which were actually the launching pad to this podcast. They're all posted in a section called Thoughts by Me on my website. I'll put a link in the description. And there's actually some fun recipes on there that I had completely forgotten about that I will be revisiting. And there's some interesting challenges, like life challenges that I challenged myself to that I blogged about. Kind of fun. So let's take a blast to the path. Thoughts from a date I went on without my hubby from February 2013. No, I'm not cheating on my husband. Every year at the week of Valentine's, my church family hosts a Valentine's Day date night. I decided to attend even though hubby was working. We watched a video that included marital advice from marriage counselors and some great comedy about family dynamics. Some of the advice really got me thinking. After a comment my best friend made when she was visiting in November, I had to reevaluate my priorities yet again. For about a year, I worked Tuesday through Saturday from 6 p.m. to 11.30ish, sometimes later. My best friend said, you realize that you haven't seen your son for more than five minutes for the last three days, right? He's 15, Nick. You can't do that. She was right, and he was not emotionally stable at the time, what 15-year-old is. He had just gotten suspended again, second time that semester. What I realized was that for nearly a year, he'd been running amok with no structure, no adult to rely on in the evenings, hubby works nights, and he had no present mom. Startled by the revelation, I first called hubby and we decided to let my job go. Then I called my boss to quit my job. My boss, best boss I've ever had. And I've had a lot of jobs in my life and he'll probably never see this post. Didn't give me a chance to resign. I explained that I could not work nights any longer. He said he'd do what he could to give me as many shifts as possible. After all, I am his favorite waitress. No, really, it's true. For the first two weeks, I only got a couple shifts per week. I wasn't making much, but $75 to $100 a week is better than $0 a week. And then the plan that God had in store fell into place. The daytime manager announced that he would be leaving to start a business with his dad, and I was asked to take his daytime hours. It's a bit of a management position. I'm bossy anyway. And I got a small raise and it's five days a week. The only catch is that I work one night shift a month, but my son, who works there too, will be scheduled with me on those nights. Fair enough. I'm not surprised how the timing lined up perfectly. When we step into God's plan and put our priorities in order and always ask him what he wants us to do, he straightens our path out. Of course, There's a year worth of damage to fix, and it's not an easy path. My son is a teenager after all, but God is there carrying us through it. I'm now working 
only daytime hours and suddenly there are less hours in the day. Weird how that works. I used to have the entire day to get my dude's dinners together, log, clean or do the dishes, play with my ferret, and I had time to watch my morning shows. Now it seems like I don't have enough time to accomplish what has to be done. I don't get it. Okay, that said, if you've read Thoughts from a Sweat-Soaked Pillow, you know that last summer hubby wanted a divorce. In trying to be closer to God and be the servant he made me to be, I had gotten so caught up in my music ministry and helping the church with every event and doing miscellaneous tasks, plus working five nights a week, hubby and my son fell to the bottom of my priority list. I hope I've learned my lesson on prioritizing. God first, hubby second, son next, then everything else. So here I sit at 11.30 at night, blogging, while hubby and son are tucked snoozily into bed. There were some great tips the counselors gave on the date night video. Some things they pointed out were to make each other a priority. When you wake up, greet each other. When going to bed, thank each other for things and pray together. Love up on each other and go on a date once a week. Okay, this is fabulous advice for people who have the same sleeping habit. Hubby and I don't go to bed together very often, and when we do, we certainly don't wake up at the same time. For one, he works nights. It took me years to get him to even tell me goodnight when he went to bed. All of a sudden, he would disappear, and I would find him out like a light in bed. He just goes to bed when his body tells him to. There is no pattern. And he's notorious for waking up at 3 or 4 a.m. In the nearly 11 years we've been together, I could probably count on two hands how many times we've woken up with each other. It's very rare that we wake up at the same time. He doesn't sleep well at all, which has always been a big problem in our marriage. Of course, he works nights. The best way for me to explain how light of a sleeper he is, is this. He could hear a bug walk across the floor while he's sleeping, and it would wake him up. So, I guess my focus will be on a regular date night. We're pretty good about being touchy-feely. If you also remember in my sweat-soaked pillow post, I mentioned the dream about 2012 being my year of change. I think 2013 is my year of new beginnings. I already see the things that God is accomplishing in my marriage, amongst many other aspects of my life. I'm learning to treat my body better, too. I'm discovering many tasty and healthy recipes, some of which I've posted. Even though some are tagged as Daniel Fast recipes, I'm incorporating them into my everyday life. Hubby and my son already have favorites. I want all aspects of my life to be healthier, emotionally, physically, psychologically spiritually. I'm 38 years old now and finally starting to figure it out with the help of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button right there for me and click the bell if you want notifications and hit that like button too and I will see you next time. Maranatha. We were made.
made to love, we were made to give The reason why we're here, the reason why he gave us life We were made to show the love of Christ We know this is why we're here, this is why he gave us life So let his love shine through in everything 